Sophie Dawson from SophieLawson.com Ah, oh, listen. Hello, this is Sophie Dawson from SophieDawson.com and this is episode 187 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast to do about the art and things. <laughs> and this one here, this is actually another dump and doodle. I'm going to call this one a dump and doodle do because we've had dump and doodle one, two and three. So, well, this is the third one, and I thought I might as well call it a dump and doodle do. Little Dennis is with us, and he's still got his weapon, but I'm going to put the weapon down today. So, little Dennis and Kitty are here with us, and also we've got a new little friend. And this guy here, he's going to be like a little mascot, I think, for the videos and stuff. <laughs> so, whenever I'm doing um, videos, I'm going to have this little guy. Where he is this? There's a little teddy bear. But he's an artist. He's got a little um, beret on and he's got a little paint palette. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get one of my paint brushes and try to sew it to his other arm. So he's a little artist. I thought he was quite cool. So if you're watching on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson, you'll be able to see him. So he's going to sit here. Try and sit him somewhere so you can see him. But, so that's if you're watching on the YouTube. It doesn't matter if you're not, because hopefully this will still be quite cool. My little singing bowl has got loads of little blue dots in it. So what I did was I filled it up with water. And when you hit it, like that, like little Dennis just did, what happens is if you've got water in there, it sort of makes shapes in the water. But it's left behind a load of little blue bits of something. But little Dennis and Kitty are going to sit in, sit in their little house. So what we're going to do on this one is, I'm going to just do some doodling about the topic of spirits. So I've got quite a lot of notes for this one, but I feel like it's all going to come together, but it's, it seems like a lot of stuff about different things, but I feel like it's actually all related. So this morning when I woke up, in my dream diary, I just wrote a load of notes, and I'll just go through what I, I wrote about, and then what I do is on the as we do as I'm doing some doodling, I'll talk about these things. So, because also because it's getting near to Halloween, I feel like the spirits are going to start coming out. <laughs> this is quite. So what I've put is I've put spirits, possession, like being possessed, eye gazing, my recent lucid dreams. So I've had two recent lucid dreams. One with dad, one with me dad, and one with me mum. The one with my mum is very quite a powerful one that so I'll talk about that one as well witches of the past I'm going to talk about witches in the in the old days now they were like burnt at the stake and stuff but I feel like witches were actually not what we thought they were I'm also going to talk about a little bit about a film called Lost Night in Soho I haven't watched it yet but I'm going to cinema tomorrow to watch that and it's by the bloke who did two of my favourite films which is Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. I don't think this is a comedy, but it's got something to do with like time travel or something. something to, what it is, is, I've never heard of it before, but it's, it's this girl who somehow can travel back in time 
And I feel like what I think what happens is there's, there's a murder in the past or something which changes something in the future. But it's, it's like a psychological horror thriller thing. So I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Excited about that. And then I might talk about that next week if it's any good and stuff. I'm also going to talk about entities. They too are stuck in cycles. Like last week I talked about this thing well, I said I feel like the Earth is layers, which might be dimensions or something, but I feel like actually there's a layer which the spirits are on, and the spirits are going through the same thing that we are as humans. So as humans, we are stuck in like karmic cycles, where we sort of end up doing things, I would say, almost like you're possessed. But I feel like what's happened is it's actually linked to these spirits in separate realm, or another layer, but I feel like those spirits themselves are going through the same thing as we are. <laughs> so they might have like spirits above them who are going through it as well. I'll talk about that in a minute as well. But I've said here, it's like the dream realm where you have dreams within dreams. I feel like the waking state is actually the same. I'm going to talk about meditation from 2013, 2014, where this, this like lady showed up like a witch thing. So, oh, this is cool. Yeah, there's another thing as well, alcohol. They call it like wine and spirits. So they're even saying that the alcohol is like a spirit. And with the spirit, with the alcohol, you, you actually get, if you drink too much of it, it's like it takes possession of you. And then you're not really in control of yourself. You can also have blackouts, which is something that happened in one of my, in my, one of my lucid dreams that I'm going to talk about in a minute. I've also put, we are here to free the spirits who are attached slash entangled to us, in doing so, we free ourselves. So we're freeing our souls. Because I think these spirits, which some of them are negative, I feel like they're actually, they're like, I feel like the spirits are linked to what they call karma. So if you die with unresolved issues, it's almost like this spirit is going to stay attached to you. And I feel like it's the spirits that will actually bring you back into a physical body. Almost like they need a physical body. So you would have to, because you'll be, you'll be sort of, it's almost like that thing again with the shapes. Like let's say a spirit is a triangle shape. If you're sort of, if you're sort of vibrating at a triangle shape, the spirit can connect to you. So you need to change your shape to a square so that the spirit can't connect. At that point, you've separated. And if the spirit's got nowhere to go, the spirit has, is set free as well. I've also put here, nothing to fear, but it feels so real, so you do fear. Which is, that's what the illusion is, which is what's so cool about it. Because <laughs> you, you can understand that it's actually an illusion, but still be tricked by it. That's how good it is. I've also put here, spirits get passed down via past lives slash parents if we don't heal them they will follow us to the next life or they'll go through our, into our children I want to put the grid oh I've got to get a piece of paper in a minute I've drawn up where is it I think it's over on my other desk the grid that I saw when I did these psychedelics I've actually drawn a little tiny picture about how I feel like it links in with the Garden of Eden place of balance the Garden of Eden has a frequency, so if you're not in sync with the Garden of Eden, you won't even be, you're not, it's not that you won't be able to get into the Garden of Eden, you won't actually even be able to see it. Again, 
it's exactly the same thing as these spirits. The spirits, it's almost like the Garden of Eden, let's say, is a star-shaped frequency. So if you're vibrating at a triangle-shaped frequency, you won't even be able to get you won't be able to get into the Garden of Eden. You need to vibrate at the same shape as the Garden of Eden. So again, it all goes back to this thing. I think everything is all about vibrating. It's all about the vibrations. <laughs> evil spirits can't enter as they are evil, which means they're negative and out of balance. Which goes back to the grid. The only thing that can get into the Garden of Eden is the thing in the centre, which is in balance. Which is, is a bit of both, but neither. Like a paradox. And I've put here the frequency. So you've got, what it is, is, is about balancing opposites. Negative and positive, male and female, the spirit and the physical. And I've put here, the earth is a place to fine-tune your frequency, to find balance. What else have I put here? Oh yeah, social anxiety, like panic attack, that's a form of possession. Which I feel like is the spirits taking hold. Because when I used to suffer from social anxiety and panic attacks, sometimes I would be in the middle of the panic attack and I would feel like I was possessed. And I would also, sometimes you think like, you would feel like you, you knew that you could sort of snap out of it, but you couldn't because it was too powerful. But that's what a possession is. And I've put here, these moments where you know, but feel almost paralysed. I feel like that is actually the spirit taking hold. Which goes into the dream realm as well. There's something else as well. Last week I talked about how I felt like they, they talked well. I'm just sort of thinking about it. The, they say about the water above us. So when we go into space, apparently we use spaceships. I thought to myself... Why didn't they call them space planes? Because the things in the air, vehicles in the air, are called planes. So surely they should be called space planes. But instead they decided to call them spaceships. What do ships do? They go through water. So um, I was thinking to myself, is that a way of them saying that space is actually water? It was just something I thought about that was. So I don't, I don't know where I'm going to start with this. But I'm going to start doing some drawing, well, some doodles. But I'm going to get this piece of paper as well, which is what it is. Is it's a little grid I drew. So if you're watching on the video, you see it. But I'll try to explain it. It's a basically it's a cross, and either side you have a you, on one side you have a positive and a negative along the along the horizontal. But you also have the same. A positive and a negative along the physical, um, along the, um, what's it called? The vertical. So the earth, the earth is actually all of the space around the centre point. The centre point is the point of balance, which is the Garden of Eden. So if this, if this grid represents the earth, if it is actually flat, we are living in the, in the part which is out of balance. As soon as we get ourselves in balance, we would get into the Garden of Eden, which would be in the centre. Six equals Earth, which is like the hell realm. But really, all that, all hell is, all hell is, is just a name or a label for something out of balance. 
Nine is balance, Garden of Eden. Nine is the center. Three, process, is the whole thing. And then I've also put spirit. Spirit is in the center. <laughs> the light of the soul. But there's something about this that just feels right to me. I feel like this grid's quite important. Also, what happened last night, which is a bit weird, I woke up and I had the name Hannah in my head and I wrote it in my dream diary because I, I saw how the name Hannah is, if you if you put a line down the centre of that word, Hannah, it's actually, it, it's the same. If you put a mirror in the middle of that word, you would get the same... How do I just explain this? In other words, H-A-N, if you flip it, you get N-A-H, Hannah. So I thought that was quite a cool name. I don't know what happened, I don't know why that came into my thing. But there's something about that as well, I like that. Almost like the word is sort of mirroring itself. It's a little bit weird, that. So I'm going to start with spirits. <laughs> so the thing with the spirits is... I am actually convinced, I've had, well, not, how many have I had now? I've had these, about two moments in my life where I'm convinced I, I have been, well, I think what happened is, in the old days, before I was like meditating or something, I think I used to get possessed by spirits, but I didn't realise it, because I just thought that was like normal. Very much like how... Again, I've, what I've also put in my notes is thoughts are spirits. I think thoughts that we get in our head are a way of the spirit. I think thoughts are the spirit communicating or something. So in the old days, if I had a negative thought or something, I would think that thought was me. At some point I realised that the thought isn't actually me because I was able to like observe the thought... And I could sort of say to myself, well, that's not me, that. Some of the thoughts are. But there's a lot of thoughts that I know are not my... They're not my thoughts. And then what I've started thinking is... I think the the thoughts... Little snake. I've drawn a little snake. I feel like the thoughts are... The spirit. Wait, where was I going with that? Spirits. Possession. Yeah. So, about how long was it now? I'd say about four, three years ago. I, used, I had this thing, if I was around my sister and her, well, my sister and my niece, if I was around them together and they were, I would, I would feel left out for some reason. But what would happen is, I would get this, if I was around people, basically, that were talking... If I felt left out, I would, I would become sort of possessed. It was like in social situations. It was, it's as if, yeah, it's weird. I can't really explain it. I'm trying to explain it. So what was happening was I was doing this course about social anxiety, dealing with social anxiety. I knew exactly what I had to do. When I was in the moment, the the negative feeling of anxiety and 
it would take up, take over me and it would actually it would possess me now one time this happened and instead of me just sitting there thinking oh I'm out of control here I actually just said I'm possessed right now and I started crying and everything but I can understand somebody who's not really looked into this would think you're going a bit mad you suddenly start saying I'm possessed but I really I could feel a an evil spirit a negative spirit possessing me trying to make me feel and do certain things that were negative to keep the cycle going and I couldn't at that moment I couldn't do anything about it but I did because I said I'm possessed right now so that's that and then I had to go home and work it out well what's happened is I've got another one now it's the same sort of thing so this is why I know it's when what happens is for me when I feel the same thing happening in different situations that's when I know that, that you're onto something so what happened now is I got this I got this feet I got this there's something inside of me that is trying to I think sabotage the relationship between me and my mum that's what I'm thinking so at first I thought it was again I thought it was me now I'm thinking it's not now this goes into the dream this goes into my dream so I had a lucid dream on the 23rd of October which was Saturday night what happened is probably about I think it was about a year and a half or something now I had this dream about I kept seeing this witch and it said seek out Sula so I spent ages trying to work out who this Sula was and I couldn't what happened was this this witch character creature whatever kept coming into my dreams and I know that's Sula so what happened here was look my goal for that night was cutting the cord <laughs> but the, the goal the night before was face the demon inside feel lucid spin 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 look my goal here was seek out and talk to Sula so this night what happened was I'm in I'm inside of a dream I woke up in the middle of the night and wrote down karmic cycles so but what happened was I'm in the middle of this dream and suddenly I see my mum dressed up in like a Victorian outfit and she went into the toilet so I went into the toilet next to her like the cubicles and we were having a conversation oh and also that my mum used to have this cat but it was a really vicious cat and it like attacked us really badly attacked my mum and well I feel like if mum had kept that cat it probably would have killed her it really was a very and for me I feel like that cat was actually possessed which goes into this dream so in this dream this cat started attacking me but I just ignored it I come out of the toilet I'm talking to my mum next minute we're at a table and we're facing each other on this table and I said to mum I put my hand in this I put my hand into some into a, um, a mirror I think it was a mirror or glass and what happened was I put my hand right through it it went all wibbly wobbly and I could turn my hand right around and I said to mum have a look, look at that what does that mean and mum said hey is that is it she thought it was a dream and I, and I said to her I clicked my fingers and I said yeah we're dreaming this is a lucid dream so at that moment we were both inside of this dream 
and we were lucid. So what happened now was, all of a sudden, well, the first thing was we had there's this pot of, pot of flowers. And what I did was, I was able to turn the flowers into different colours. I believe it was red, blue and lilac, which actually links in with the colours of the chakras. So I'm thinking those, that was, so I've interpreted this dream, I'll do it in a minute, and I feel like there's a lot of symbolism in, in this dream. So the next thing was, I said to mum, I said to mum, here look, I'll go through the, I'll put it after the lady showed up, time, yeah. Oh, there's so much in this dream, it's brilliant. So the first thing was I started spinning in this dream to, to keep it solid, which is what Robert Wagner says. But so we were sitting, this, we're sitting at this table and what happened was I said to mum, I, I become aware that me and mum were linked to this Sula which is a which is this, I feel like it's a negative energy spirit all I think all I think these negative spirits are is it's a manifestation of negative energy that we've got bottled up inside of us and I feel like it actually comes out as a spirit so then what happens then is this this you've you've somehow, somebody along the way has created a negative spirit because, but you also get positive ones, that's the thing, it's not just negative, but the thing with the negatives is, they're actually the ones that will keep you here, in, that's what I think, in the physical, so, what, I, what, I thought, what happened was, so what happens is, you've got, you, you go through, say, a bad experience, you don't deal with that experience, you create a, you create a spirit, now what happens then is, when you die, if you have a child, you're passing the spirit down through the child, like that and then also when you get reborn the spirit is staying with you so what happens now is all of a sudden this spirit is actually spreading out across all these people because if the ch if the child doesn't resolve the issue and has its own ch children all of a sudden you can see that spirit starts to go all over these different people and all of a sudden this spirit gets more energy the more energy it gets the harder it's going to be to resolve it so what, I'm, what happened in this dream was, I was one minute I'm facing my mum, the next minute we're on the same side of the table, and and I've interpreted that as saying the dream saying that me and mum are linked together to resolving this spirit. So my mum was a little bit scared to face her because I said we've got to face Sula. So I, I, what happened then was this is cool. There was this inside in front of us on the other side of this table, you could sort of see. Um, reality starting to sort of turn into something if you've ever played the video game Metal Gear Solid there's a bit in that scene where they have these stealth suits and what happens is you, when they're wearing a, a stealth suit you can't see them but you sort of can so you, what you see is you just see like reality sort of rippling so you know there's something there but you can't really see it that's what was happening as if something was about to be formed all of a sudden there's a knock at the door and what happened was, I can't remember if it was her that said it or the bloke that was behind the wall about to open the door said, do you want, do you want to, I think it was Sula, she said, or somebody said, do you want to let it in? And I said, yeah, come in. So I've let this Sula in. As I'm saying that, I said the number six. And I became aware that I was going to say 666, but I got a little bit scared. 
So I wasn't I wasn't ready to face 666. Not quite yet. So what happens now is this Sula lady comes in, walks around the, the thing. She looks like a a fat a fat she looks like she's wearing a fat suit. And also whenever well what happened was I started able I was able to move her hat, like levitate I could levitate her hat and I could move her I think she was wearing a pair of glasses or something. I moved her glasses and I what happened was she only had one eye. She was missing her left eye. When I looked into that later online, the left because it's her le it was a left eye when I'm looking at it, but it was actually a right eye. Apparently that's linked to solar. And apparently there was something to do with the full moon that night as well. So there's something weird going on there, but what happened then was this this Sula. Well, this is the weird bit. I'm face to face with her. She mentions the name Jamie Preston, which was actually my little stepbrother. So for me, that's saying that it's linked to my childhood. The reason I'm going through all this is because for me, I feel like the dreams are really powerful, but they work in symbols. So you have to actually be able to manip you have to be able to work out what's happening. But it's very personal symbols, that's the thing. So like if you get one of those dream books that tries to explain dreams, I don't think that's the right way to do it. Because I feel like my symbolism of a cat might be might mean something else to somebody else. Whereas so I feel like it's actually a very personal thing interpreting dreams. Now this is the bit that's a bit weird. What happened was, I'm facing the Sula, all of a sudden, I'm still lucid, but I'm now, I'm now in a completely different dream. What happened was, I was going down a slide into some glass or something, but there's a bit of this dream which had disappeared, like a block of time just vanished. Now, in the past, I've had, a, I've had dreams before, where I'm lucid, and I'll lose lucidity, and I'll get it back again. But during that period, the dream will carry on. So you'll be lucid here. You'll lose lucidity. You'll suddenly realise you're dreaming again. But you're aware that the dream was carrying on. I've never had it where the dream was actually just vanished. I've had it where you can jump between scenes. So you can flash, you can jump between different dreams. But somehow I'm always aware of the gap between them. Because that was happening as well. What happened was this dream started out with me at my work. I come out and I realised I was dreaming. So I started wa walking away from the building that I'd just come out of. And I was walking into the darkness. I was walking into the void. So I actually had to physically turn around in the dream. And it's almost like at that point I looked and I could see the dream. It was like a bubble. It was like a, a bubble of visual. And all around it was nothing. So it's like I had to walk back into the visuals to get the dream. Otherwise I was going to be in the void. So that's quite weird. I thought that was quite weird. But So then the thing here is, this is a bit like when you have alcohol. You have these moments of blacking out. So I'm wondering whether something happened during this period, the blackout. Because I was face to face with Sula and the next minute I'm going down a slide. I'm wondering whether something's happened in that moment there which was maybe too emotional or something so I've actually blacked it out or whether or whether she's blacked it out or something 
I'm not sure. But my interpretation was mum wearing a Victorian dress equals this this negative entity, this spirit, spans lifetimes. And I was wondering, did it actually like start in the Victorian times or something? Also, the fact I was going down a slide, like you're going down, <laughs> Merlin, like the little, the little mum's little cat was called Merlin, and I thought that the reason that the cat was there is it's showing a physical manifestation of negative energy. In other words, this cat that mum had came into the physical realm. I feel like it was actually possessed by this negative energy. The reason was it's, it's showing how a negative spirit can actually manifest in the physical. Me and mum, the reason I think it was me and mum on the same side of the table is because we're both entangled by this negative energy. The one eye, left eye as I looked at her missing, is actually, that's to do with the moon or solar going south and going down. Six, out of balance, which again goes back to the grid. Flowers changing colours, I thought it was to do with the chakras. Now, the reason I think it's to do with me and my mum, this is the first time I've ever put it together. My mum used to talk about, she used to, she used to wake up in the middle of the night screaming because there was this lady, this old lady on her bed. So at the time I just thought, well that's like, you sort of, you, you thought like it was a separate incident. What, I've really, what I'm thinking now is, I'm wondering whether that, that negative lady, old lady that's visiting her, is actually the same spirit that's actually been sort of possessing me. So then I'm thinking what's happened here is this spirit has actually maybe been passed down through my mum. But then you've also got to remember we're really all one. So really what it is is it's just connected to I guess my soul. This negative energy is connected to my soul. What's the other thing? Yeah that goes back to this dream. So when I was about, I must have been about somewhere between 7 and 10 seven and ten years old because I was at I was at my sort ash where I was born I had this dream a reoccurring dream where I saw this negative it was like a witch and it's the same entity that is haunting me at the moment it's this same thing that's called I've called it Sula so but this thing was mum it, it was in the dream it was mum and it shapeshifted into this thing I'm putting all of this together now and I'm starting to realise what's happening here. We're all linked together, like me and my mum. Me and my mum are linked together via this negative energy. I think what's got to happen is we've got to face this negative energy together to basically set ourselves free from it. That's what I'm thinking. So what else have I put here? The thing with the possession is you can be in the middle of it and... Well, at first, there's the phases of it. At first, you were. Well, I've, I've. At first, I didn't even realise I was getting possessed. Like I said, I thought it was me. At some point, you start realising actually, there's something else here that's like possessing you. You can just call it bad habits if you want. A series of bad habits, but I feel like it all res it all starts with some sort of experience which has been suppressed which creates this spirit which which then that spirit wants to stay alive 
it can only stay alive if you let it stay alive by being scared or something. So I'm now thinking witches of the past. I'm thinking witches of the past were actually not really negative things. I think all the witches were in the past, they were just people who had connected with the spirit realm. And if, if they had actually listened to them and instead of like seeing them as negative things and killing them, maybe they, they could have actually helped rid the world of like negative energy or something. But instead they, they killed them, which then what that did is anyone else who was having these experiences, because they thought we're all going to get killed, they would have suppressed it. Which again, all you're doing now is you're making it more negative by suppressing it. So I don't really know what that's got to do with it, but it feels quite important that something to do with the witches of the past. So these, these entities, these negative spirits, they are actually stuck in their own cycles. Because what I'm thinking is, if you was to be reborn as one of these spirits, you would feel like you were human. I feel like the, the spirit feels exactly the same way we do. And as, as hard as it is for us to break cycles, it's the same for them. Now this goes back to my, my meditation. In 2013 I had this meditation. I've talked about it many times on the podcast. What it was was it, I, was in, I was in the bathroom and basically this like witch thing came out of the bath. And for 24 hours I actually had a, a panic attacks because I was trying to face my at the time social anxiety and panic attacks what this witch thing did was it, it manifested panic attacks again showing how spirits can manifest into the physical it's all linked and I feel like the way to resolve things in the physical is to actually go into the spirit realm because that's like the source of it all but what happened was this experience was so scary the next day I was I was reluctant to go back into the meditation, but I did. So you could look at that as like facing the fear. I went into the meditation, what happened was this negative this negative witch thing again showed up and it had a look in its face because what happened was I I there was three of us. There was like a white being of love, this negative witch creature thing, and me in the middle. We all held hands and the the love the whiteness of that love creature went right through me out of my other hand and it turned this witch thing into like a love creature now what happened in that moment this witch creature me and this witch creature locked eyes and she had this look in her eyes of firstly she looked at me as if what are you doing how was you supposed she looked a bit scared because she knew that it was all over she looked relieved and she looked incredibly grateful that I had done it and then what happened then was we all flew off into the distance. So I feel like that was actually, I feel like that was the panic attacks and social anxiety being resolved. But the thing is, it's still there's still something inside of me that's got some sort of negative thing. It's to do with socialness. It's to do with, it's definitely to do with social anxieties. But again, it's, it's hard for me to work out what's all going on here. So I've also put the, about the alcohol, because I thought it's quite interesting now, when you have alcohol, if you have too much of it, you can actually black out. 
and you can like just remember you can completely forget big blocks of time which is what happened in that in that dream but I also found it quite interesting how they they call alcohol spirits why is it called spirits again it's that thing where they're like they're, it's almost like they're talking to you like trying to tell you what's going on here so what I'm thinking is, is it possible that alcohol is a way of opening the the door to let the spirits in? Because it goes works both ways. You can open the doors to get out into the spirit realm. There's also got to be ways to open the doors to let them in as well. What else is? I've put. We are free to face. We are free, We are here to free the spirits who are attached slash entangled to us. In doing so, we free ourselves, we free our souls. I think that's how you end reincarnation. You end reincarnation by breaking the cycle. And what happened? I think what would happen then is that spirit would go off and it would try to attach to something else. So the spirits get passed down by past lives and parents. Yeah, because I feel like what happened is the parents would have had the same anxiety as you as you've been experiencing for instance but they didn't resolve it they just suppressed it and so then when they had a baby that that spirit has sort of passed through into you it's not their fault because it's probably happened to them before But what happens is at some point somebody is going to become aware of what's going on and they, they will be the one that will break the cycle. Like a little boat sailing off into the into the ocean. What have we put here? Spirits? What else is here? Yeah. The spirit is desperate to sabotage you. Yeah, this is what I've noticed as well. Whenever I'm trying to better my life, something inside of me will start trying to sabotage it. Now what I'm thinking is, is the spirit, there's, there's a spirit sabotaging you because it knows if you evolve, you're going to change your shape. And if you change your shape, it basically it's got it's not going to be able to attach to you. So it's trying to sabotage you to keep you as the shape, which is just like a frequency. So if you're vibrating like that, like a wavy one, and the spirit, if the spirit's more of a ziggy zaggy shape, the spirit is going to want you to be the same shape. So if you start, if you start vibrating like a wave, there's there's no room for that zigginess to shape to attach to it. So what happens then is it starts manifesting things in your in your life to try to get you back into the ziggy zag. Very sneaky as well, as well, I've noticed. What else do we put here? Earth is a place to fine-tune your frequency. Yeah, this is the thing. I've got a feeling that Earth is like the centre point of something. So I feel like we've got like the positive and then we've got the negative. I feel like Earth is right slap bang in the middle. So this is why it's, it's probably the best place to be, but also the hardest. Because you're going to have all of the positive and negative in the same place which means that's why you're going to get all the conflict but again very much like the center of the grid 
As I said about before, it's like a black hole. Right on the outside of the black hole is going to be the most amount of energy. As soon as you get into the centre, you're going to be free. Nothing to fear though, because it's all an illusion. So, I have these weird feelings sometimes where... How do I say this? Really... Sometimes I think it's all... You could look at it as like a... Well... If it is, if it is all an illusion, which I'm pretty sure it is, <laughs> But the fact I'm saying pretty sure means I'm not 100% about it. But I know it is. When I had that psychedelic, I really knew that it was all an illusion. In some of these meditations, you, and the dream, it's the dream realm that's done it for me. The dream realm, realm has shown me how the, the waking state is just another form of a dream realm. So what I'm saying is, how can it be possible that you know it's an illusion, but you're still getting tricked by it? That's the thing that confuses me, that is. Little space rocket. Blasting through the sky. Is there anything else here? That oh, my, the dream with my dad. I had this dream with my dad a couple of day, nights ago. What happened was, my mum and dad split up in about 2013, I think. In this dream, I went back in time to that moment and I was talking to my dad, and this is weird as well. In the dream, I was my child self, little child self with my dad, but I knew that I was me. So I knew that I was the me of now. Somehow I was like sort of both at the same time. I was talking to my dad and I knew that he would never, he was never, because I knew he was never going to talk to me again. Because with my transition, he, he, we basically, we stopped talking to each other. But in this dream, I just said to him, like, I love you. I didn't want it to be like this. I hugged him, and as I hugged him, it's as if somebody hit rewind on a videotape, and all of a sudden it's like like rewinding, as if somehow I was re going back in time. It felt like I was going to go back in time, right back to the beginning, and I was going to somehow change the past. That that dream was amazing. When I woke up and wrote it down, I was crying my eyes out that was one of the most emotional dreams i've had in a very long time that but the thing that that was my dad was crystal clear in front of me it was a it was a it was it was dad basically right in front of me and i looked right into his eyes his big brown eyes i could see him and i looked right through his eyes and i could feel my dad inside of those eyes quite cool I think that's going to be it for this one the, the main thing I really wanted to say was there are definitely there's definitely spirits attaching to us 
and I think the thing is when you become aware of it you can do something about it but at the same time very much like the illusion thing it's not as easy as that I've drawn something that looks like an umbrella but you could also say it's like a force field that's it though, I hope you enjoyed that one little Dennis is going to end this one I think I feel like this one was a bit weird <laughs> I feel like this, this, this podcast was a little bit weird but I can only, I can only talk about what I'm going through at the moment Last night I had a dream about Super Mario Kart. Also, I had this really cool dream about Nerf guns. I was having this like we were having this massive battle with Nerf guns. <laughs> it's cool. And then look, look, look at this. Look, Super Mario Kart. We both raced as mushrooms because there's a mushroom guy in the Super Mario Kart. I always race as Yoshi when I used to play that game. Is there anything else here that I haven't talked about? I think the, the main takeaway for it for me, oh, eye gazing. I never spoke about that. There's this thing called eye gazing where what you do is you, it's best to do it with someone else. You just look into their eyes, stare into their eyes, and what will happen is you'll start, well, lots of different things happen. It'll be different for everyone. You might start seeing things like hallucinations. You might feel connected to that, per well, you will feel connected. But what also happens is you can actually do it with yourself. Look into a mirror. So I've been doing it. I've been doing it with myself at the minute. I want to do it with my mum, but she doesn't want to at the moment. But hopefully she will, because I think that's going to be a really good way for us to connect. But in the mirror, when I do it in the mirror, what happens to me is I'm looking at myself. I've got a lot of thoughts in my head saying. It will say stuff like, oh, nothing's happening here. And, but the thing is, I just stay with it. What happens is, very briefly, what I do is I stare at my pupil. So I'm just looking at my pupil. The first thing that was happening today was, I could see myself inside of my pupil. But it was a reflection in the, in the mirror. So I was like, somehow I was being reflected in the mirror. There's nothing strange about that, but what was strange was it looked like it looked like I was actually sitting inside of my eye, <laughs> looking out at myself, which was a bit weird. I liked it though, and but the the other thing that happened, which has happened quite a lot, is I'll be looking at myself, and all all of a sudden my face will start to get super wrinkly. Again, you could say very much like that, which almost as if the the. Almost as if that spirit, which is the witch, is revealing itself in my face. Almost as if that spirit is actually sort of coming out of me. But what happens is, if I, so I'm looking at my eye, I'm looking at my pupil, and what happens is the rest of my face will start to turn into this, let's just say, the witch. But it's really, it's just an old lady, really wrinkly. Now what happens is, I'm seeing this, but I'm not looking at it, because I'm looking at the pupil. But I'm aware of what's happening. The minute I look at the the rest of my face to see... Because what happens is, when that starts happening, 
I want to look at my face to see what, what I look like. But the minute I look at it, it will go away. So it's almost like you have to look without looking. Which is a bit weird. That happens in... What does that happen in? Oh, that happens in um, meditations and lucid dreaming as well. Sometimes you'll see these... What I call like portals, wormholes. So what will happen is you'll see this wormhole in the distance. In your, like you're meditating. But you've got to look at it without looking at it. Because what will happen is if you just can sort of look at it without looking at it. It will start to get like that and you'll go through it. But if you actually become a... Well, you are aware of it, but you it's weird. So if you can somehow be meditating, see that wormhole forming, but not actually look at it, it will you'll go through it. But what happens is you you feel like you want to look at it because you, you're thinking, what's going on here? So the minute you look at it, it will just disappear. It's very much like what I talked about on another podcast where it's like it's like an animal. You've got to be like one of those people sitting in the woods, like watching animals. You've got to be so still that the animal doesn't realise you're there. You've got to like become part of nature. You've got to become part of the forest so that the animal just doesn't realise you're there. But the minute you, if you start moving or something, the animal knows you're there and it'll run off. That's what happens with these visuals. But it also happens in this thing, in this eye gazing thing as well. But I've heard other people talk about how when they're eye gazing, they'll actually start seeing like aliens or something like that. So who knows what you'll see. You might see something completely weird. This other bloke, I was watching a video about this bloke. Me and my mum watched that. He was talking about eye gazing. And he said, what happens is, he, he never cried or nothing. He was eye-gazing with this person. They both instantly started crying. Floods of tears. And what, what he said was, it's like he it's like he and them become one. Like that. I feel like that's the thing. I think eye-gazing would be a very powerful way of connecting with people. But he did say, if you're not ready for it, you wouldn't actually be able to stay focused. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that is what it is. It's about focus. Yeah. In other words, it's about not being distracted. So in the meditation, you've got to be so focused that when something starts appearing, you you can't be distracted by anything. You've got to stay so focused that the let the visuals appear. It's again like lucid dreaming. In a lucid dream, as you're about to drift off sometimes into the sleep into the dream realm what they call it they call it hypnagogic and hypnopompic i believe those are the words it's like hypno hypnagogic imagery as you're going to sleep what happens is if you can stay aware as you're crossing over into the sleep state you can actually see the dream starting to manifest as like shapes and stuff but the, the thing that happens is again the dream will start appearing as shapes but if you sort of start putting your attention on these shapes, they start to disappear. So you have to like sort of somehow look right through. You have to look right through into the darkness, into the void, and just let whatever happens happens. And and what'll happen then is the shapes will form a proper visual and you'll find yourself in the dream. You've kept your awareness. Now this is the thing I think happens when you die. 
I think it's going to be possible to keep your awareness through the death phase so that you can actually become aware that you're dead instead of just drifting off into another another life or something but that's that oh there's a, there's another little thing I wanted to do so what happens is this there's this grid thing that I'm talking about which is imagine a a cross with like a circle in the middle very much like a target like a gun a crosshair now what it is is this is I don't know what happened, what made me think about it about this but basically that circle with the cross represents balance now what happens is the DNA so I thought that the I thought that the cross was was straight I think it's actually curvy so what happens now is this is how you get your DNA which is also like infinity what happens is the this is balance like each one of each each strand of DNA is basically balanced now what I'm thinking is each each piece of DNA is could almost be like a part, be like a separate life which goes back to psychedelic it said DNA is time slowed down so, so what if DNA is somehow storing data of experiences interesting but that was just something I thought about also it looks a bit like the Xbox logo the original was it the Xbox 360 they used to have the Xbox 360 used to have this logo it looked a little bit like that but that's that for this one I hope you enjoyed that what have we got we've got I've got to find an inspirational quote well I found this book called Positively Wealthy a 33 day guide to manifesting sustainable wealth and abundance in all areas of your life by Emma Mumford <laughs> cool name Mumford so I'm going to turn to a random page try to find a quote hey look the new moon is known as the manifesting moon it's normally at the beginning of the month which is already a great time to set goals for the month ahead the full, the full moon is normally toward the end of the month and signifies a completion the wrapping up and letting go of what no, no longer serves you oh cool this goes into the dream look so Sula missing her right eye which is to do with solar and there's also a full moon at the, at the point of this dream almost like saying look the full moon is normally the full moon signifies a completion the wrapping up and letting go of what no longer serves us well for me Sula this negative energy it no longer serves me but I'm beginning to think that me and my mum are sort of entangled by it which actually does go back into my psychedelic experience because the psychedelic experience kept telling me that like mum was key and also if, if I should do a podcast really about the synchronicities about between me and my mum you, you wouldn't believe some of it for about two years from I think it was 2017 2017 well no it's probably about 2018 to 2020 2019 something like that basically there's about a two year period where 
the synchronicities between me and my mum were insane. Which says to me that there's definitely something knows that me and my mum are very important together. So what I'm thinking, so this spirit knows that as well. That's why it's trying to sabotage our relationship. But I hope you enjoyed this little podcast. I know it's a bit weird one, but I love this quote. The full moon signifies a completion, the wrapping up and letting go of what no, no longer serves us. Look, letting go of what you no longer need and letting go of the need to control can be a really powerful practice to incorporate into your manifestations. I like that. So this week's little inspirational quote, the full moon signifies a completion, the wrapping up and letting go of what no longer serves us. Emma Mumford. There is another way to look at this as well. Maybe these spirits aren't actually evil. Well, all it is is they are just playing their roles. So what's actually happened is we're inside. Like I said, Earth is a place to fine-tune your frequency to find balance. What if what's actually happening is the universe is manifesting itself as these seemingly negative spirits because it knows it's the way to fine-tune your balance to fine-tune you. In other words, they're not really negative things. What they are is they're just a form of a form of data, almost like almost like if you want something. To, it's like you've got like a. It's like when you've got like a pen, and you've got like a little hole, like the, the gate. You've got all these sheep. They've got to go through that the gate in the pen. What you do is you get um, a dog, and you get it to sort of funnel them into the thing. Well, what if the spirit is just the universe manifesting itself as something that will help you funnel your energy through the gate? So it's not that the spirit is negative, it's just that's the way that the universe works to, to balance everything out. Which is why when I set that spirit free in that meditation, it actually looked really happy. It's almost like, in a weird way, it was... It was, it had completed its job. Its job was to help me set myself free from that, that energy, which was social ang- panic attacks linked to social anxiety. So it, it moved on. <laughs>